0: Hey, Courtney. Hey, Sasha. What do ghosts do at concerts they don't like? I don't know. What do they do? They... Boo! Boo! It's a
1: Spoop Hour fun-sized episode.
0: back to the first ever Spoop Hour mini-sode. Hello, this is Sasha. This is Courtney. And we are a paranormal comedy podcast.
1: According to my boyfriend, we're the premier paranormal goober podcast.
0: (laughs) So, we're having a great time. As you heard in our intro, this is a fun-sized mini-sode because we are heckin' busy right now. We're moving in, like, two weeks. Whenever
1: they do lists of, like, the most stressful things a person could do, it's like, start a new job, have a baby, fucking move. And we're doing one of those things, which is moving. And it is stressful, and so we're trying to keep doing stuff, but also we got a lot of shit to do. So we figured we're gonna do a little different schedule for the next couple of weeks till we're done with our move. So right now the plan is this week we're doing a mini episode, mm-hmm. next week we'll release a full episode, then we'll either do one or two mini episodes for the next two weeks. So it'll either be one mini and nothing the next week, or two mini-sodes over the course of two weeks. So stay
0: tuned, basically. <laughs> yeah,
1: and for our next mini we're gonna ask you to do our homework for us. Yes. We want to talk. Obviously, we don't have time really to do a ton of research. It's also the end of the school year for me. Yeah. So there's a lot
0: of stuff happening.
1: And it's it's right before one of our two big conferences at work for me. So weirdly, they want a lot of communications to go out about it. So I got to do a lot of work. So ask us questions. Just if you've ever listened to us talk and been like, I don't know what they're talking about. I have a question about them as people. Go ahead and ask it at spoophour@gmail.com, at gmail.com, add us on Twitter or Instagram, where we're SpoopHour in both places. Just like if you want to know how we met, if you want to know when we decided to move in together, if you want to know about the time my cat stood on Sasha's butt and I took a picture,
0: ask us. She made little biscuits. She did. It was really cute.
1: She made Sasha a biscuit butt, and then a couple months ago, Sasha tried to recreate the moment, and my cat was like,
0: No, I'm good. Yeah. She doesn't like (laughs) making biscuits on my butt anymore.
1: No, she does. She just doesn't like it when you want it. That's how she... She doesn't like cuddling if you're too thirsty. Mm. Like, my boyfriend loves her. He loves cats. And he, like... The first few times he came over, he was like, Zelda! Zelda, come here! And she's like, fuck off, weirdo. And oh, but God. Like, but it, like, if you kind of give her her space, then she's like, ooh, a lap. Let me just go ahead and set him yeah. shut up here. Yeah. So if you can't tell, this is going to be kind of the tone of the minisodes. So less explicitly spoopy, mm-hmm. more just general talking, because we yep. do want to still have fun with you guys, because we love you, and we're so happy that you're listening so we don't want to leave you hanging, but also, we're so tired. We are. (laughs) Last night, we went to a concert. We saw the Fratellis at the 9.30 Club, and it was really fun, but we got home at, like, 2 in the goddamn morning. Like,
0: the opener didn't start until 9.15, and I was like, oh, boy. (laughs) I was like,
1: oh, jeez. And, like, the opener played their first note, and I could not stop myself from going, no, because it was so loud, because I'm so
0: old. (laughs) But eventually... The opener grew on us in a big way. Listen to Blood Red Shoes. They're from the UK. They're from
1: the UK, and they opened for the Fratellis last night, and they were just so charming. They were having so much fun, and we agree that we love when bands visibly show that they're having a great time performing. Cause a lot of the time the cool thing to do is be like, I'm over it. I'm a cool musician. I'm a slave to the music. And it's like, no, have fun. The
0: the last show that I saw at the 930 club last month, the opener was like, You guys don't even want to see us, you wanna see Franz Ferdinand. And I was like, No, I might want to see you. Yeah. You're now- the opener, opening for
1: Franz Ferdinand, like way to ruin it. Now I don't want to see you. Whereas these guys were like, We wanna come back to the nine thirty club. This is we so love much DC. This is so much fun we're blood red shoes. We're from the UK. <laughs> (laughs) It was so cute. And then the Fratellis came on, and their drummer was also having a really great time. And it looked like they all were, but the drummer especially was just like going to the The roadie
0: sitting with the drummer, (laughs) adjusting everything as the show went on, looked like he was having a good time. He had his cell phone out, but he's like this like, you know, kind of big, scary looking with like a like a you know, big, you know, beard and and, like like, long hair hair and looked like you know, he would like fuck you up in a fight. But he was sitting behind the drummer with his phone out, taking (laughs) taking pictures.
1: Like, if you, if you don't know, the Fratelli's, their most famous song is played at sporting events. It's played in, like, every movie trailer ever. It's, it's the song that goes, And if I download the Twitter app on my phone, then I'll post a video of that for, to Twitter. But the drummer's little companion who was hiding behind the drums the whole time was just like videoing that entire moment. It was really cute. It was
0: really fun. So we
1: had a great time. They didn't talk about ghosts but they did talk a little bit in a Scottish accent and I'm a sucker for a man with a Scottish accent.
0: And actually you after that went and looked for any like spookiness surrounding the 930 Club. I did to
1: try and spookify this mini episode and I was unsuccessful. Apparently there are bands called like ghosts of whatever who have performed there Uh and but they're not like literal ghosts they're just like people who call themselves ghosts so that was a dead end
0: well i've got two theaters yay in dc that are haunted yay okay so the first one i've been to several times and did not realize this but this is from the george washington university's paper called the hatchet which is Great, it's a hatchet job, <laughs> it's a hatchet, man. Yeah, <laughs> so it's the National Thirty at thirteen twenty one Pennsylvania Avenue Northwest. This is not too far from the White House. It's in that area with the open plaza. There's National Theater and Warner Theater. Okay,
1: yeah. So, fun you... fact: I saw my favorite murder at the Warner Theater.
0: Ooh, nice. Yeah. Well, this theater. is the National, and I believe that. So this story, it's it's a really short one. But I believe that the actual, the original National Theater has since been torn down and rebuilt on that block. Oh. Um, so it's not the okay. same exact one. But yeah, so DC's popular theater is known for more than, you know, more than its Shakespeare plays. Mm-hmm. The current building built on the original foundation of the 1835 theater that, oh, burnt to the ground. Oh, there you go. That yeah, that's why. Like a that's for why it's not there. Fucking haunting, though. Right? But apparently, that's not why. That's it's not what haunted. did it. No, really, um, is rumored to be haunted by the ghost of 19th century actor John McCullough. Ooh. Legend has it that John McCullough was shot and killed by another actor while <gasps> washing his clothes in the Tiber Creek, oh. which used to flow through the theater's basement. Can I just say, I'm in the middle of doing laundry, and if someone shot me
1: when I had already put in all this effort to doing fucking laundry, I'd be livid. Just because yeah. I'm like, you couldn't shoot me
0: before I started my laundry? Right? I'm, like, really sad for him. Yeah. Like that he's... It's, you know, they didn't have washing machines. So no. he's, like, doing everything so by like hand. Literally... all this time, and then he gets shot and killed. Literally in a creek that flowed God. into the basement of the theater. That
1: sucks. Fuck you, whoever shot Which, John I'm McCullough. also very
0: curious about that. Yeah. They built the theater... Like, I'm... Um, yeah. yeah. I'm, like, really I guess, curious.
1: I guess they had, like, dorm-type um,
0: living? I'm thinking... Well, not just that, but it must have been, like, the... Oh, God. I'm, like, blanking on the word for it.
1: We're very tired.
0: It's, like... Not the sewers, but like they have like a. Like an underground. Underflow, yeah, yeah, like a outflow type thing that's gotcha. underneath it. but Kind of
1: like what Georgetown has. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like. Where they have just kind of like like a little like creek running through. Yeah, but it, it runs it. under their bait. Yeah, the, it, That's know. crazy. Right? They were it's like, it's, hey, now we don't have to get washing machines. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> we'll so, just have a creek. Well, because there's no such thing yet. <laughs> <laughs> if only there were some sort of machine to do this task
0: for me. Oh, well, guess I'm going down to the creek. And I also feel like maybe theater actors weren't that well-paid. Oh, maybe. I'm sure they yeah. weren't that well-paid. I'm um, sure they were so like, you can
1: live here for free,
0: and then you have dance to, like... Dance monkey. Yes, dance monkey, <laughs> act for us. So, Washington is clothes in the Tiber Creek, which then flowed through the theater's basement. Okay. McCullough's body is rumored to now be buried underneath the theater's stage. Oh, no! And all of this is from the corporate administrator of the theater, John Loomis. John so, Loomis, So, like, no. I don't know what authority he's going after, or, like, going off of, <laughs> but oh my god. He's like... I don't know. I Um, feel like
1: they just dumped him.
0: However, McCullough's ghost, even though he was murdered, is a benevolent spirit and is typically seen backstage before each opening night. What a nice guy. He checks out the stage and then disappears. Loomis said that he was initially skeptical of the rumors until he had an eerie experience um, a few summers ago. Working late one night, Loomis saw a fuzzy image out of the corner of his eye and turned to see a black orb-shaped object in his doorway. The orb headed down the hallway towards the theater's balcony, and the doors swung closed behind it. Employees working at the theater's box office have also reported seeing a similar image. No. Despite the sightings, Loomis says no audience members or employees have ever complained about the haunting. Oh, okay. And the theater's has no plan to bring in ghost hunters to confirm a supernatural presence.
1: Sounds like they know what they're gonna <laughs> hear. Well,
0: it says, we don't want to disturb Mr. McCullough. We're just happy that we have someone watching over us. Aww. And then the other haunted theater, which I was like, well, this makes sense, yeah. is from... Is is at uh, the place where there was a major assassination in our city? Oh yeah, I oh, guess that yeah. would make sense. Yeah. at
1: Ford's Theater, huh? Ford's Theater. Yeah, that yeah. makes
0: sense. And I think I talked about Ford's Theater last fall. Oh um, yeah, one we of did the our episodes, DC episode. Yeah, because I went on a field trip. I took a bunch of students to go see Death of a Salesman <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um,
0: at the Ford's Theater, <laughs> and I sat in the front row and was just like, Wah! about it. But then I was looking up at the balconies and was like. Oh. oh. yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. But right. I, if I remember correctly from the episode, which was called mm-hmm. DC Stands for Demon Cat, mm-hmm.
0: Lincoln doesn't haunt it. No, he doesn't. But other but, people do. But other people do. But basically, there is just, you know, just to recap, on the night of April 14th, 1865, John Wilkes Booth, who is an actor, entered the state box at Ford's Theater in DC and shot Abraham Lincoln in the head. Rude. So, you know. That was a thing that happened. <laughs> what? Um, Spoilers. My favorite part of this, though, is that he vaulted over the railing and jumped yeah. down on the stage and broke his leg. Yeah. And like, so what? <laughs> I actually
1: know a little bit. He his foot got caught on the curtain. Yeah. And so yanked it wrong, and he so he yelled thus always to tyrants. Yeah. In Latin, six semper tyrannis. And then he jumped all dramatic, like except he didn't land properly, and so he didn't get very far when he hit out.
0: He made it like I don't know. I think it was like half a mile to a barn.
1: Yeah. Because. He broke his goddamn leg. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and so so he, Lincoln was rushed after across the street to what was then the Peterson's building house. And mm-hmm. it's it's still there. And I'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. Uh, placed upon a bed and he died the following morning. And yeah. Some people have said that they feel that maybe not necessarily that the, the theater feels haunted, but mm-hmm. mostly the house. Uh. But there's also some people who say that the building, the... People report hearing disembodied footsteps rushing into the state box, loud gunshots and screams. So it's not necessarily Lincoln is haunting it, but more like the events of the night are Mm -hmm. haunting the theater. So people are still hearing like crowds trampling or whatever, like loud footsteps. They do say that the ghost of Mary Todd has been seen leaning over box seven's railing and pointing towards the stage. And then some people have said that John Wilkes Booth is to believe to haunt the stage as well. According to many actors who've worked in productions at the theater, there's one particular spot on the stage located center-left that's always icy cold. <gasps> spooky. And several of these witnesses state that when they try to deliver these lines, uh, their lines from that spot, they become ill or nauseous or they shake Ooh, violently, right?
1: Spooky.
0: Others say that they've seen Booth's ghost running across the stage at night. Mm. But yeah, they say that most... Like, his go- Lincoln's ghost haunts the White House. Yeah. But they say that sometimes his apparition is seen at the Peterson House. Yeah. And, yeah, I've been there. They have a replica of the room because the original bed that Lincoln died in is in a museum somewhere. elsewhere. That makes sense. Either it was Chicago or Detroit. I can't remember. I am going to say, I would guess it was somewhere uh, in Illinois. Yeah. They... Yeah, so it's some... The bed's somewhere else, but like, yeah. you still kind of get this, like, feeling. But it's a really cool place. Um, yeah. They have a museum in the basement of the Ford's Theater. Mm-hmm. And then they also have the Peterson House is a museum as well. And they, like, the original building's there. And then next to it, they bought out, like, all the properties surrounding it. Mm. So they busted through the wall and have, like, a more high-tech, like, gotcha. really cool museum space. And I'm scheduled to go there for a field trip this summer. So I'll go back and try we'll to get you a
1: little ghost detector. Yeah, you see see what detect I detect. See ghost. what I detect.
0: Cool. Yeah. So there are other haunted theaters in DC, just, just not. not the 9:30 Club. Well, which makes me feel better. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, fair. it's it's not an old venue. I mean, no, especially because they moved it. They moved it, and even the original 9:30 Club, 930. What I think F it was Street? F Street. Yeah nothing spooky happened there either Mm. if anyone OD'd or whatever or something
1: spooky did happen last night yeah early into when the Fratellis took the stage a puff of smoke appeared coming off the stage and I was like oh they brought a fog machine nope someone was openly smoking weed I love DC (laughs) it's a great place
0: whenever you drive in DC with your windows down it's just It's, it's like weed smell skunk No. (laughs) We'd smell all the time. We'd smell
1: all the time. Well, speaking of spooky encounters, this Mm -hmm. one isn't DC specific, but we do have a Katie update. Regular listeners may recall that Katie sent in a listener story a few weeks back, and she responded giving us an update after we read her stories to give more information about the house. And this is all from Katie. So if you'll recall, Katie was in her grandparents' house, and she had... Three ghost experiences, including her dead uncle doing the dishes, and a woman telling her I can hear you when she was singing, even though there was no one else in the room, and seeing a creepy woman leaning on the bathroom door where her grandmother was. So those are Katie's summary stories. So when she followed up with us, she told us, quote, My parents still live in that house. I'm upset. And my two grandparents have since died in that house. I'm upset. And so I texted Sasha this and we both were like screaming via text at each other because we were like, Katie, no! (laughs) Please, Katie. And she then goes on to say, I'm not the only person in the family and outside of the family who has had paranormal slash ghost experiences there let me know if you want more stories Lamau. and i was like katie tell us everything also tell your parents to leave that fucking house i can't there's like her grandparents died in the fucking house so it was haunted as shit before then and then two more fucking people died there recently no
0: Katie, katie katie katie
1: So that's our case. At least
0: it feels like the ghosts in her house are benevolent, though. Well,
1: except for the, the
0: oh, the stop singing. The stop singing one was yeah. a little creepy,
1: and the one leaning on the bathroom doorknob. I don't like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because like, don't do things to people in the bathroom. It's a dark place. Just let it be dark. Yeah, it's hard.
0: I was changing out for yoga. We we do yoga at school after yeah. school on Thursdays. I was changing out in the faculty bathroom, and three different people knocked on the door oh, no. <laughs> and it scared me every time like I knew that oh, there are other people who needed to change it out for yoga yeah. in my department but like it still creeps me out whenever anyone knocks yeah and it you know I like dead bolted the door and everything but I was still like oh god it's <laughs> gonna find me with my <laughs> pants down like yep and it's gonna be a demon it's, it's gonna be a demon and that
1: wouldn't be the first demon experience you were afraid of this week would it No. So, fun fact, background about the DC area. Today is the first day that we have had sun in about seven days.
0: It has been thunderstorming and just generally pouring rain for the past week. The other day I was talking to my friend Hockum and he was like, you know, I used to think I could live in Seattle, (laughs) but after having like 10 straight days of rain in DC, no. No, (laughs) I couldn't
1: do it. So if you live in like the UK where it rains all the time, we don't know how you do it. It was sad. We were all bummed. Like the concert crowd last night was very subdued and I think it was partially because it had been raining for so long. Yeah.
0: And when I got back to our, when we got back to our cars afterwards, there was like, it very clearly had rained just Jack's house and yeah. i was like
1: but the sun is out <laughs> the, the sky is blue it's Wait, so pretty today. what even is this thing we don't know anyway yeah so it's been thunderstorming pretty bad and there were two days back to back where we had like a crazy lightning storm where it wasn't just bolts of lightning it was lighting up the
0: whole sky where it does like the offshoots. Like, national geographic shakes thing. your house when there's thunder and yeah like, yeah and
1: the first night sasha had just gotten home and was sitting in our car in the parking
0: lot. And I'm like, the door's unlocked. Just run. <laughs> I was, so I eventually ran. I was sitting in my car like, okay, maybe this will pass. I was like watching the radar on my phone and listening to our local classical station to Beethoven's Fifth Symphony. <laughs> I was like, all right, all right. After this symphony is over, I'm going to run. Okay. No, it looks like on the radar, there's more coming. Okay. How long can I just sit in my car? Like- <laughs> Eventually, I'm gonna have to do this, and Courtney's like like encouraging me. Like, like, are you okay? Please, (laughs) like, you can come in. And I eventually sprinted to the house, and in my in my sprinting, I've got all my work stuff on one shoulder and my hand covering my belly button, sprinting to the house. And so the next day, (laughs) the next day, I was out right before the thunderstorm.
1: I had gone out to dinner with um, uh, some friends who I'd taken sign language with, and. As we were waiting for our check to come, I was like, oh, there's a thunderstorm rolling in. I want to, like, get moving because I don't want to have to get stuck in this storm. So I drove home and managed to get here, like, right as it was starting. But unfortunately, right as it was starting was when there was all the crazy lightning. So I, like, left my car and... Full-on sprinted, and because our current apartment complex has shitty parking, mm-hmm. I was parked further from our door than I would have liked, so I had to, like, sprint, like, two blocks to get back to our fucking door.
0: Which is funny, because, like, I can I could see your you car, can see my car from the window. <laughs> There's just no direct There's way. no direct access, because we live in the middle of a block.
1: Yeah, so you gotta, like, race around the entire fucking building yeah. to get to our house. Anyway... So I do that, and I get inside, and, like, Sasha is leaning out the window with her hand over her belly button, watching the lightning, and telling me to take my inhaler, because obviously my throat closed, because I sprinted, and I was like, your hand's on your belly button. What's
0: the deal, Sasha? So when I was little, (laughs) being raised by a Japanese person, there's apparently lore in Japan that the Thunder Kami and everything, Daddy, <laughs> whatever, will take your belly button. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's how the demon gets in. So, I don't know, like, since I was little, whenever I'd have my face pressed up against the window, like, watching thunderstorms, my mom'd be like, oh, cover up your old hiso, like, cover up your belly button. <laughs> and it was, like, a fun little joke, right? But mm-hmm. even as an adult, sometimes I'll, like, I think it's just by reflex, I'll yeah. just be, like, Holding my stomach while I'm looking out the window. And
1: when we talked about it, it's one of those things where it's like, this is probably not true. But just in case it hits. Just in
0: case it is. I wanna stand here in front of this window with my hand covering my it's, belly.
1: It's like when you're too hot under your sheet, so you stick a foot out, and you're like, a monster's probably not gonna grab my foot.
0: Probably. Probably, but I'm gonna <laughs> stick that sucker back under the blanket yeah, now, even though I'm a really warm. hot. Yeah, <laughs>
1: So that was another ghost experience. Well, cuz the... you also
0: have a acquaintance or family member who can't who is it who can't open the door if someone Oh yeah. yeah, so a
1: coworker of mine is Native American and her specific tribe has this belief that if there's a knock at the door and you look and there's no one there, you can't open the door cuz it means like someone's going to die somehow or whatever and she is She's a very religious Christian woman, and she's like, even though I don't actively practice my tribe's religion anymore, I won't open the door. So, like, if, like, UPS knocks and leaves a package, and then they disappear, because that's what they do, she won't open that door. She's like, because I know it's probably not true, and it's not really an indicator of death, but I won't do it. (laughs)
0: It's it's the great Michael Scott line. I'm not superstitious, I'm I'm just just a a little little stitious. stitious.
1: Yeah, so there's... A lot of stitches <laughs> around. So, just to close out this episode, I do have a real quick featured creature because Yay. it is still Mermaid, and it's not Mermaid's fault that we're really stressed and not doing the full episode. Is it a Kraken? No. Okay. I thought about making it a Kraken because you want so badly to talk about Kraken. I Krakens, want so badly to talk about Kraken. But I figured next week's full episode we'll do sea monsters okay. and Krakens, and you can just spend like 45 minutes talking about Krakens. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> just on and on, Krakens on Krakens. Just on get Kraken crackin
0: on Kraken. Kraken is... just reminds me of Christy.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, our friend Christy, who hosted me when I was in Sydney. And she's in our Australia episode. She is. Or she's in our yeah, cats, cats episode. Cats episode, sorry, our talking episode. about Australia. Australia, yeah, and the possum that peed on her. They're yes. so cute, though. Anyway, it's not relevant. They're just so fucking her cute. Her username
0: everywhere is Kraken. Kraken,
1: yeah, because <laughs> her name's Christy with a K-R, so she's the, she's the Kraken. Anyway, so this feature creature is not a Kraken. So here we go. All right. Splish splash. Let's take a swim in Monterey Bay. In 1925, my rotting carcass washed up on the shores of Moores Beach in Monterey. That's in California, for those of you who don't know. My neck is allegedly 25 feet long, causing some to speculate that I'm a plesiosaur and others to say that I'm a basking shark, which looks like this. And then I linked Wikipedia because look at that motherfucker. Oh, I love
0: basking sharks. They're so good. They remind
1: me of the bloop. Yeah, they do look like a bloop. Oh, we'll post a picture to the Instagram. <laughs> Very short. Podcasts are not a visual They're medium. They're not a visual medium. They're cute motherfuckers. <laughs> they just look goofy. Anyway, I'm casually referred to as the Monster of Monterey Bay. I'm supposedly the size of an orca or a small whale with a fin like a shark, but descriptions vary. I might even have wrinkly skin like an old man. And cryptids.wikia.com specified old man, not old woman, old man wrinkle skin. Not important. But despite my somewhat scary visual description, my name is a lot more whimsical. It sounds like it would be better suited for a clown or for a cousin of Santa Claus, for it rhymes with his trademark phrase. What am I? Bozo. Bobo. Bobo. we are close, though. Because, like, ho, 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 oh, Bobo. Bobo. Yeah.
0: Bobo. Bobo the Clown. Okay. Bobo the, yeah. Okay.
1: Like, it, it is Bozo the Clown. I just got a real bad Charlie horse. I'm gonna cut that, but oh my god, I need to eat some potassium. Anyway, so this is the Bobo. That's possibly it's dorsal fin, but it might that be an looks orca. Looks like an orca. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> an orca. And that's the globster of the monster of Monterey Bay. So it's I like him. It's a gloopy motherfucker. <laughs> like it? Yeah, love
0: a good globster.
1: We love globsters on this podcast. And again, plesiosaurs are a kind of dinosaur that they're the underwater ones that had the fins and the really mm-hmm. long ass necks. Yeah. And that's what people suspect Nessie is. But we'll go into that on our full episode. It's also
0: sleep. your friend's brand. It, it is. Plesiosaur. Oh,
1: plesiosaur. So check that out. She did another really great reverse mermaid that is oh, cuttlefish on top. yeah, Sexy lady on the bottom. <laughs> love and it. And I just love this series. So that's our spoop mini sewed, our fun-sized spoop, our spoop. Quarter hour? Half hour? Half hour. Half hour. We managed to
0: swoop half hour. We did.
1: Good job, us. So, again, help us do our next mini-sode or our mini-sode after that. I don't know. Help us do a mini-sode. Ask us questions if you want to know anything. It can be spoop-related, so it can be, like, if you could see any ghost, what ghost would you want to see? Or it can be not spoop-related, like, I don't know. Ask us about what we do when we're not spooping. What's,
0: What's our favorite color? Yeah.
1: We do have favorite colors. We're people, just like you, probably. <laughs> cool. Unless you're all cryptids. Right. Yeah. We're not cryptids. Foods. Although Sasha's a fart
0: monster. I am. Yeah. Oh, boy. I was... <laughs> I'm sorry to anyone who was standing behind me at that concert last night. <laughs>
1: just, just carpet bombing. Carpet though. bombing. In the i30 club. Yeah. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, like, what's... Like, if there's some if you just want to like have a shout out to something or be yeah. like yo i also love starbucks or if you know what's your favorite drink at starbucks yeah we'll or, tell you yeah anything it doesn't have to be spoop related it could be totally tangential yeah
1: if you just have a question about us as people we've been friends for 14 years mm-hmm. so that's a lot of that's a lot of silly stories and experiences together and so yeah if you if you want to know, just send us a question either on Twitter or Instagram at spoophour or email SpoopHour at gmail.com. We are still taking spooky stories, so if you send us those, we'll read those on our mini-sode or on our full-size episode. And, yeah, that's been our Spoop Half Hour. Thank you for your patience with us. We love you guys. We're just very tired. Yeah. So tired. Wish us luck. <laughs> Yay! <laughs>